episode of my big gay podcast with me benji and me brad giving you the life the loves the lows of living in london two gays <laughs> one city what, what could, could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong the champagne's flowing today because it is the end of season five i know real mixed emotions with this one i don't know whether to like be really happy with something with what we've accomplished obviously or really sad um, but I feel like we've covered so much in this season. I can't believe we've done another whole year of my big gay podcast. A whole another <laughs> year. You can make me whole again. <laughs> a whole new world. <laughs> oh, do you miss me like a hole in the head? <laughs> Hail holy queen and proud above. Oh, oh, gosh, we could go on for a very long time. I know. I cannot believe we're at the end of season five. 25 episodes in this season. Yeah, I know. We've gone big this year. We get bigger and bigger every year, don't we? Oi, oi. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and we pop the champagne just like it was all popping off last week. We're popping Ollie. No. <laughs> No, no, you are not allowed to do the puns. I'm getting that written into the contract for season six. I will do the jokes or a third party organization. You are not being in charge of them anymore. Uh, I still giggle when I think about doing that in your face when I said that. And you was like, what have you done? (laughs) Why did you open your mouth? (laughs) But anyway, podcasters, I hope you are going to join us today on our end of season rap party. It's going to be great. Rap party. We're going to take it to the rap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Benji, you and rapping it should not be a thing. Uh, actually, I'll have you know that I'm really good at rapping on the spot. Go on then. Prove it. Uh, okay. Um, it's the end of season five. We're ready for the ride. My big game podcast, we spread love far and wide. From <laughs> LGBTQ plus stories to voices that inspire, we've ignited conversations and set our hearts on fire. Do you know what? Actually, that was quite good. I'm quite impressed yeah. by that. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, anyway, that is enough of that for a time being. Time for verse two. We've had fabulous <laughs> guests sharing tales so grand, unveiling the beauty in every love strand. From all the prides with love, we've shared the vibe, empowering the community, helping hearts thrive. Do you know what? I'm actually quite impressed with that. Who knew? Give you a bit of champagne to swallow and uh, you, M&M. You had me at swallow, but honestly, <laughs> I would do I would do a mic drop if these mics weren't so flipping expensive. <laughs> oh, well, podcasters, as I'm sure you can see, we are a little bit giddy on champagne right now, but we're here to celebrate love. We've got a special guest coming on for our party today. But Benji, what I want to know is... <laughs> Sorry, last... I, love, I love the way you say party. On our party. party. <laughs> a party our party i know we've got lots of listeners actually listening with us but right now there's just the two of us and if this was actually a party it would be the most depressing party (laughs) us in different rooms on our own (laughs) but drinking identical bottles of champagne I guess this is how like married couples used to do it in like lockdown when they, one had COVID, the other one didn't. Yeah, so, like, right. That surely must be the thing. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I, I single the whole way through. I can't relate. <laughs> 
But what I want to know is, last week you said that you were doing social groups and trying to put yourself out there and you were going to maybe put yourself out there again and see what else is out there. So tell us more. What have you found out this week? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, I've become a more of a hermit actually this week. Uh, have you? Yeah. I haven't gone out with that group uh, yet. Although they haven't actually had another social, to be honest. But um, I was supposed to have a date at the weekend. Uh-huh. Um, I know we didn't really talk about my dating life <laughs> that much since that time where I did talk about it and then got broken up with because i shared the story on the podcast <laughs> and yeah and what was that story you shared again uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess there's no harm in sharing it it was the story of when i went on a date got a little bit tipsy and ended up sort of shagging in the park opposite the palace as in buckingham palace outside the queen the queen was still alive at that point she might be looking out of her bedroom windows like la 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 just gonna look out in the garden cut to you absolutely pounding a twink into the grass oh uh, you make it sound so unromantic <laughs> but actually that is not far from the truth <laughs> <laughs> yeah um anyway uh yeah so i <laughs> i cancelled this day just because i didn't really i just didn't feel the vibe listen i've been talking to this person on and off like three months right right <laughs> right sorry i'm actually i'm actually speaking from my heart right now oh, sorry you, sorry go for it you keep cutting me off with pop culture references i'm just gonna sit here and drink my champagne whilst you tell me about your heartbreak i'm listening i'm all ears go <laughs> I'm just going to go to the toilet whilst you tell <laughs> Yeah, so I'm um, talking for like three months. I was away and he was messaging me like, oh, you're back here, you're back here. Really excited to meet you, blah, 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 blah. Got each other on Instagram, like commenting on pictures, whatnot. And then literally like, the couple of days before, he got really weird. And then the day of, I was like, what is actually happening? Are we meeting up or not? Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, I've actually just finished the gym. I'm on my way to Soho uh, to get a coffee and sort of read you my CV. Um, you're welcome to come join. <laughs> That is not like first date vibes. No. If I want to be on a first date with someone, I want them to be like, can't wait to see you. I'm so excited. We've been chatting for three months. Really look forward to meeting you in the flesh. Yeah. Not, I'm doing my CV. Come and join me if you want to help me out with my CV writing. Yeah. That's not romantic. No. And then I messaged him later on that night at like half 11. It went to one tick. So it didn't go through until 3 a.m. So he was clearly at like a sauna. Let's be honest. Oh yeah. Cause we know the London saunas, no signal. No signal. Not that I know personally, but I've, been told <laughs> a friend of a friend told me <laughs> a friend of a friend of an ex's sister's mum. <laughs> uh yeah but what i did do is i fell down which i haven't done in so long i feel like youtube hasn't really been on my radar for a while but i fell down a youtube hole and it's all about <laughs> i feel like this episode is sponsored by the word hole i think so too doing something unholy there's another one <laughs> the whole time the whole time the whole time <laughs> Okay, you made me lose my train of thought now. Sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, YouTube hole. Oh, sorry. Yes, back with holes. Uh, <laughs> it was about, and I don't know if you remember this, when you were younger, I know it was a long time ago, did you ever used to watch Miranda Sings? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I was a huge fan of Miranda Sings, to the point where I used to tweet Miranda quite often, wow. and also the real person's account, her name is Colleen Ballinger, and she actually responded to my tweets twice, and I was like, Oh my god! This is like the first interaction that I'd probably ever had with someone who I would have considered a celebrity. Um, anyway, long story short, she's now completely cancelled because she did uh, she spoke inappropriately to people underage. Um, these are the these are allegations, by the way. But there is a whole like library of YouTube videos mm-hmm. from this one of the younger people that she used to speak to when he was like 
12, 13, 14. Um, it wasn't like directly sexual, but it definitely was not the right vibe. I'm not going to comment on it any further because I don't want to get into trouble. Like I said, it's all allegations at the moment, but it was really interesting. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of fell down that hole. I was watching videos for like a good six and a half hours. And then I was like, huh, Benji, this is why you're single. That's not healthy. But also, if you went to bed, what, what time in the morning? Crazy o'clock. Well, I was awake when he then messaged me from the sauna. I think I was trying to take my mind off things. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit disappointed. I bought an outfit and everything. Oh, I know. I know. Um, yeah. So I guess I went to bed like four mm. in the morning. Yeah. I should have gone to Brewers, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm sorry that that didn't work out for you. You know, maybe when we return next year for season six, you might find true love. All right. Enough of the jokes. No, 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 I'm trying Benji's to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, listen, I'm, 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 I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, listen, I'm so chuffed with what we've done on this season. I think we have covered so many incredible topics. Like I was going through all our episodes today and I, I'm just really proud. Okay, fine. I'm not ending the season with a boyfriend, a fiance, a husband, whatever. But what I am doing is ending the season with such a better understanding of what it really is to be a part of the community and being a supportive member of the community and being somebody within the queer community who does have a platform and a voice and I think personally for me that is worth so much more because I will take that on to the rest of my life and Mm. if I have kids I'll pass that on I'll pass it on to my friends and yeah I would rather have had that than a sort of a six-month relationship than me end badly in the end so i'm actually you're winning you're winning i'm so winning you are but we're winning i can't take all the credit i I know i'll take most of it but not all of it we do come as a little team don't we me and you and i couldn't agree with you more because we did loads of prize this year right and so that was amazing to go to different parts of the country and meet more of the wider community not just obviously the london gays that we know and love and that was such a last minute thing that we did yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was not we were actually gonna do that for the next season and all of a sudden like it just we got so many invites we were like do you know what let's take a 180 on what we were going to do this season mm-hmm. and let's get out there let's go to the prides and yeah spread um, spread the love spread a little happiness absolutely because it was all popping off wasn't it oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> no jokes aside jokes aside do you remember also when we learned about section 28 as well and oh the government gosh. back in the, uh, the the late 80s early 90s and what they were doing yes. and then how scary that is feels like it's all coming back round again full circle with our current government yeah. with what they've been putting out in their messages um, which won't get sort of too heavy into but you know being aware of what's happening politically for our community how we can change that how we can use our voices to empower us right absolutely but I think let's like you said let's stop on that point for now because I think our very special guest later on in this season may have something to say because they are an absolute voice for our community and um, I think it'll be interesting to bring it up with uh, him later on mm-hmm. oh my goodness I don't think I've even told you about this did I tell you about bumping into one of my ex on the tube no just imagine heaving tube confined space no escape and who do i catch eyes with an ex-boyfriend of mine but i'll tell you the full story after this very quick break this episode is sponsored by rainbowlottery.co.uk play now and support lgbtq plus dreams Okay, my champagne is now topped up. To be honest, it's probably your most successful topping of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're just sitting there, stone cold face, staring into my soul like, I know I'm right, bitch. (laughs) I am staring into your soul and I will tell you it is bleak. (laughs) 
you need, there's no feng shui down here. You need to do a lot of work. <laughs> I need to lick a paint and a complete move around. <laughs> anyway, back to me. I was talking about when I bumped into my ex on the tube. Oh, yes. Tell me. Yeah. I mean, ex may be a slightly uh, too strong a word to call him. It was just some guy that I'd met a few times and was talking to, right? Uh-huh. And then and then it, it ended, basically. It was absolutely fine. But when we ended, he did then end up uh, blocking me on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, WhatsApp, Instagram, the lot. This was about four years ago. And then about a year ago, we actually rematched on Tinder, which was slightly weird. Yeah. Why would you even do that? Why would you rematch with that person? Well... When I see people that I know on dating apps, the you know the the clean ones, um, more often than not, I will actually swipe to the right because I'm curious to see if they're going to do the same thing. Uh huh. And I do think that the best relationships can start from being friends first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. So I was, um, yeah, maybe that's a conversation for another time. But anyway, so we've rematched quite recently. So he was very aware of like. I was still fresh in his mind. He would have recognized me. Anyway, cut to, I'm on the tube. It was very, very full. I was sat down and these two guys got on in the corner. There was no seats for them. It was quite busy. Um, and I noticed from the back that one of them was, you know, very attractive, caught my eye. So I was sort of, you know, you know how I'm quite interested in like clothes and outfits and mm-hmm. stuff. I was like looking them up and down, like, oh, he's dressed really cute. Um, it helped that his shorts very tight. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, couldn't see the guy that he'd got on with. Next stop, people got off and the, the cute guy sat down next to me. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Anyway, mm-hmm. sat down, he was on his phone and kept on looking over at the other guy. So I looked up and looked over to the other guy and sure enough, clocked eyes with this guy that I'd been talking to that had blocked him and everything who had recently just rematched with on Tinder. And I mean, recently. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he was with this boy. So I was like, I wonder if they're together or if they're related because they're both good looking. Anyway, after that, more people got off and he came and sat next to this boy and literally put his arm right around him. Oh, he's doing that thing, you know, when like dogs yeah. piss to claim their territory. Literally that. And I looked up to the, you know, like opposite you, there's the other seats, but there's the window behind, which is a bit, it's got a reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was literally just eyeballing me through the window. Like, <gasps> this is my territory. Yeah. And he was like giving him drinks. And suddenly there was a bit of a power dynamic between the two of them. Like it was very dumb, submissive. It was very strange. But he was literally just, I couldn't decide if it was like, this is mine, back off. Or if it was, I'm with this boy, don't you say anything to me about dating like yeah 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 it was weird weird so what did you do you were just sat there with a like smile on your face like doopy doopy yeah <laughs> i literally did that it's just sort of sat there smiling sort of <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't see that yeah i kept on like gently like nudging my leg into the boy's leg next to me so he kept on looking over to me <laughs> just to sort of you know fuck with the other guy uh, <laughs> um yeah, and then they got off at the next stop. I feel like your romantic life is very chaotic. I think my whole life is chaotic. I don't think it's just my dating life. I think everything is quite chaotic at the moment. Um, I feel like I need to go. Is this what you actually? Is this what you said to me that I need to go and find like a cabin? Oh no, it was my friend Andre said, Benji, you need to go and find like a log cabin in the woods somewhere where there's no signal. Switch everything off mm. and just like be for a few days. I actually think that's really good advice for you because you are always on the go, 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 and I really respect that about you. You have lots of businesses going on. You're starting a new business, and that's really popping off. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie, if you're still listening to this. <laughs> I'm really 
sorry. Um, but because I think you're always so go, 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 that feeds into the rest of your life, perhaps. And all the boys are then go, go, go. I don't know. Maybe Am I a therapist? Maybe I am. Maybe I should be a therapist. Okay, please don't become a therapist. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think, well, no, I take that back. I think all my friends in a way are therapists. But like in the same conversation with Andre, he was literally saying, I think the guys that you're attracting, a little bit like what you said, you're attracting them because you're giving off this like hectic, nonstop, very fast pace. Not yeah. very committable. Is that the right Yes. Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You don't give off like I'm looking for long-term relationship vibes. And that's maybe you're not looking for that so that's all fine too i think i've taken a big shift in the in the last sort of few months where i actually think i am now or or more i'm more open to it yeah um but i definitely feel like fulfilled in my like social life and my career yeah but i don't feel like I, I need a relationship to define me no of course and i would say that for anyone right having a relationship doesn't make or break you as a person you know you are you regardless of who you're with but um that's interesting because i always just thought you were single pringle forever and ever i mean i think since starting this podcast i pretty much have been like we know that i've been dating and i have had some relationships that i've kept off the podcast because they were early on and i've had ones that i've actually ruined because of the stories that i've shared (laughs) (laughs) um you know we live uh but yeah i think recently i think taking this break now at the end of season five i will take this time to really sort of reset my life before Christmas is because mm. it's very hectic anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I might, I might get away for a bit. I was trying to find somewhere very like queer friendly to go. Mm. Um, but I may actually do something that is just very plain Jane. I may not go anywhere. That's a scene and just, switch off plain jane i love it yeah it's because you're being wholesome i know well, was, my mum's actually called jane that cute oh. um but yeah plain, i know plain jane hang on your mum is called jane oh gosh where are we going with this yes my mum is also called jane no she's not she is how do we not know that about each other really my mum is called jane jane and jane how does she spell it j-a-y-n-e my mum my mum she ain't got no y because she's figured out so how does she spell her name j-a-n-e plain boring <laughs> standard <laughs> well my mother went to oxford university well your mum is a twit <laughs> <laughs> your mum was old when you breastfed it came out like this <laughs> Oh my God, I'm getting giddy again on the champagne. But anyway, we have a very special guest waiting in the studio to come on. So I think we just need a little breather. Let's top up the champagne and we'll bring on our special guest. Say top again. Top. (laughs) Hey, Brad. Oh, hi, Benji. Brad, what's on your mind? Oh, nothing, Benji. Just daydreaming, I guess. What are you daydreaming about this time? A thicker hairline? Not today. Oh, then what is it? I just wish I could do more to support the community without breaking the bank. Oh, and dreaming of true love's kiss. Well, you're in luck, because you can do more to support the community. Really? How? By playing the Rainbow Lottery, of course. You can play from as little as £1, and 50% of all tickets goes towards an LGBTQ plus organisation that you get to choose. What? And every week, you could win up to £25,000, as well as other fantastic prizes. So when you play, you really do help support the community. Exactly. And I've won twice already. Where can I get tickets? Just head over to rainbowlottery.co.uk. It's super easy. Oh, do you think the Rainbow Lottery can also get me true love's kiss? I doubt it. Oh. 
Play the Rainbow Lottery today from as little as £1 to win big and help some incredible causes. The Rainbow Lottery, supporting LGBTQ plus dreams. Players must be 18 and over, always play responsibly, wet dreams not included. Okay, podcasters, raise your glasses to our special guest who is joining us today for our season five finale party. That's right, podcasters. For the end of season five, we thought we would have some actual royalty onto my Big Gay podcast. So without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Gay Great Britain and a finalist for Mr. Gay World. It is the one, the only, the incredibly good looking David Allwood. Hello. Hey, David. Hi. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. So nice to chat to you both. Oh, it's so great to have you on. Now, I just need to get this out of the bag straight away. It's the elephant in the room that we need to talk about, yeah? Come on, Alexandra Burke. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wanted to talk about it, so there was an elephant in the room. Ah. And I'd never heard of the saying before until I'd done my writing camp for the album. And it's a very American saying, so I thought, well, why not be the first person to kind of bring it over here? And make it into a song. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Schitt's Creek? I have, yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Every time I hear the name David, I just think of Moira Rose. David! Same babes. (laughs) Ew, David. Ew, David. (laughs) (laughs) Has that ruined or enlightened your life? (laughs) Oh, it's completely enlightened my life. I love it. It's like, have you eaten my yogurt, David? (laughs) Because I'm not going to lie, when we've been talking about you coming on, we don't just say David, we always say David. (laughs) (laughs) David. (laughs) I'm obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) It actually gives me like a personality. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. And also, not only do you have the best name ever, but you are my neighbour. We live round the corner from each other. Yeah, literally, Clapham Gays represent. Yeah, right. Benji, get involved. <laughs> I'm absolutely happy at my safe distance away. Thank you so much. <laughs> slightly further south. Uh, where are you? Ooh, well, I am slightly nearer Wimbledon. Oh, nice. Oh, fancy. It's not actually Wimbledon. <laughs> Strictly speaking, it's nearer uh, Morden. But <laughs> I, I say. I love that you always say Wimbledon. Why do you try and big yourself up, you little posh boy? <laughs> it's literally a ten minute walk away. So, listeners, if you want to find Benji on Grinder, just change your location. <laughs> to Wimbledon and there you'll be (laughs) well that's my sex life absolutely ruined but anyway David you are Mr Gay Great Britain 2022 how did that all come about because I'll be totally honest I don't really know much about the Mr Gay Great Britain uh, pageantry so you can fill me in (laughs) (laughs) it's taking a turn could you please get through one question which is dirty (laughs) or a reference to Shit's Creek (laughs) Um, so it all came about in the summer of 2022 everything took a bit of a turn and I decided to enter Mr. Gay Great Britain on this kind of new journey of trying something new and sort of trying to shock myself and do something out of my comfort zone. Um, And yeah, I kind of, it really interested me the whole concept of it because obviously it is a pageant, Mm. but they're kind of looking for a voice in the community and people that have something to say, people that are kind of actively involved in, uh, in the community. And it just felt like quite a good fit. So I, I gave it a go and yeah, I, I like I won five of the seven categories in Mr. Gay Great Britain. It oh, wow. Was a, it was a good day. <laughs> that is amazing. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah. It, I mean, it took over my summer completely and it kind of felt, I know this is a bit cheesy, but it felt like a bit of a sort of self-improvement 
thing. Like mm. everything I did, I was sort of really trying to like do something good in the community and you had to like raise funds for charity on the lead up to the competition. Wow. Yeah. You also study because they you, you have like a written exam on LGBT rights and legislation as well. Oh gosh. Yeah. So it's really involved. And obviously like the more you learn, like the more you grow and all that kind of thing. So I, I, just loved it i loved the whole experience um and it's it's kind of yeah it's spiraled from there really from the win it's i've, I've done mr gay europe um as well and i'm now doing mr gay world so it's, wow, it's yeah. this whole thing she's gone international <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> how um how long is the process from like the first application that you send to well for you getting the crown what mm. is that sort of timeline so i applied in may of 2022 and the final was at the end of august like right at the end of summer 2022 okay yeah it was like a few months i mean the applications for next year are already open so people can apply now to do it in 2024 so i don't know if you and benji and brad if you fancy it (laughs) (laughs) my application is live right now i'm currently doing it as we speak (laughs) copy and paste david's answers (laughs) love it he said raising money not stealing money brad but anyway (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) so david you said you won five out of the seven categories Mm -hmm. so when you mean categories is that like a different section that you like competing i kind of feel like is this sort of like a talent show it's like different elements to it um i wish there was a talent show to be honest because <laughs> could have had a little dance <laughs> no it's uh, they um they split it into the categories where you have um runways so you have to do a, like a national costume or a regional wear so like from where you're from mm-hmm. uh you have to do a swimwear round um and a formal wear round so there's like three looks basically um and then there's the charity fundraiser there's the audience vote. Oh my God, you're testing me now. <laughs> uh, audience vote, written exam and mm. Mr. Congeniality. Wow. I mean, Miss Congeniality. I'm just thinking Sandra Bullock. This is what I've got in my mind. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And um, when it's the, uh, the the costume rounds, is that something that you have to make yourself or you design or ha- what is that process? Um, it's, you kind of get free reign with that. You obviously you have to come up with the concept, mm-hmm. um, and how you make how you realise that concept is entirely up to you. So um, I don't know if you know Ollie Hull, uh, the designer. Oh, they're amazing. They're um, like a really sort of modern designer that do a lot of like text on clothes and uh-huh. sort of painting on clothes. And they live in Clapham. And yeah, we kind of came up with this concept to, for the regional wear for like a political message about saving queer spaces. So I had this massive, um, upcycled wedding dress that had the names of loads of bars and clubs in London, LGBT bars and clubs in London that had been closed down. Oh, wow. Um, for various reasons. Yeah. So I had a sort of save our spaces message. And yeah, Ollie was the perfect person to sort of make that happen. So yeah, it was really cool. That is amazing. Wow. That's such a great angle to come from. And like, yeah, like you say, political at the same time. I must admit, we, when we got sent some of your pictures, the ones that we posted of you in your Union Jack outfit. Mm, oh, yes. I love that. that yeah. Is such, it's very like, Vivian Westwood inspired but who did did you design that one or so that's really funny actually I saw Amanda Holden <laughs> wearing <laughs> a Union Jack dress and I was like oh my god Amanda you've, you've smashed it babes yeah <laughs> I was like I want to wear that so I then sort of did some digging to find out who made that dress and um contacted them it was House of Sheldon Hall 
and um, they're from outside of London. I just sort of told them what I wanted to do, and I had no idea sort of what we were talking in terms of price and all that thing. But they were so supportive, and they were like, "Yeah, we can do this for you." So um, yeah, it was House of Sheldon Hall that one, and. Yeah, I was so happy with it, actually. It was kind of something quite different, but it was like Jerry went queer. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm nutshell. getting Spice Girl vibes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously you won the crown last year. So what has your year been like since winning? Oh, it's been amazing. I have met so many incredible people. I've started um, campaigns and helped people with other campaigns. Um we went to the House of Parliament and had this like open conversation with a load of politicians. Right. That's yeah. fantastic. It was fantastic. It was interesting um, for sure. And I feel like some of them sort of showed up to like get the photo opportunity to show that they're supporting LGBT people, but I don't know how much work they're actually doing, if you know what I mean. So yeah, mm. yeah there are a lot of conversations to be had, but the opportunity at least to do that was, was amazing. And also going into schools, like um, obviously all the work that um, Ollie does that I, I was listening to your podcast last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's such an amazing thing. And I actually went to one school that had um, like an LGBT like community. They had an actual club at their school lunchtime. Um, and I went in there and taught a dance lesson. And it was just, yeah, really special. Wow. Felt very lucky. Yeah, amazing. I mean, can you imagine having that when we were at school? I was about to say that. I would have loved that. I'd love you to have come in and taught me a dance routine on my lunch break. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little bit of born this way. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dancing, as um, listeners may or may not know, you come from a bit of a theatrical background. Mm-hmm. And as well as sort of um, wearing the crown, you've also started an incredible dance company yeah. uh, in based in Clapham right or just in London in general called Homo Parody yeah. did that come from winning the crown or is that something you've always wanted to do and you thought now would be just a good time to start it um no so actually Homo Parody has been going basically since um the lockdowns were lifted in like 2020 and it all started from me talking to a friend and saying you know we need to like do something to bring everyone back together and they, they were struggling at the time I wanted to sort of cheer them up a little bit so we recreated Beyonce and Lady Gaga's telephone video. Yes, amazing. Love and, it. <laughs> <laughs> and we did it all for charity and like went online and popped off and we had a great time. And there was just something in it where I was like, okay, I can maybe do some more of this. And we started doing like fundraisers and launch nights for the videos and all that kind of thing. Um, but then it was the competition that really helped because with the fundraising, I decided to start teaching dance classes, like queer dance classes. Mm -hmm. And that's where kind of Homo Parody really grew. We we actually got to perform at uh, London Pride on the main stage for the last two years. Um, We've gone to loads of regional prides as well to perform there. And now we do like a weekly um, dance class in Elephant and Castle every Thursday. And it's just gone from strength to strength. It's just, I mean, it just fills me with joy. I love it. It's so much fun. Not going to lie, this sounds right up my street. And I'm assuming you just do sort of like queer anthems and live your best lives in your dance class. That's what I'm imagining. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. The playlist is giving for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've got like Ariana Grande. We've got a lot of like Lady Gaga. And we do like original choreography and our own choreography. Mm -hmm. There's this incredible team of teachers um, that we've 
we've got there's five of us um and they are all in- amazing like we all have sort of different styles um and i mean seeing the the growth in our in our regulars is so special like that some of them that came that just wanted a bit of social interaction or weren't really sure what to expect are now like really strong dancers and wow. i just yeah i love to see it it's it's so fun yeah i mean i i'll be honest i see your home parody name on loads of venues around clapham so i'm mm. sure any of our clapham listeners have definitely definitely heard of you but i have been actually following your home parody account for i'd say at least a year if not two and one thing that i have noticed is not only is the videos you're putting up that your sort of your dance groups are growing but yeah. it's so nice to see the different levels of dance mm-hmm. and within that people still enjoying it even if like you know it's the first time they're really sort of stepping outside the comfort zone and dancing they are there absolutely smiling and yeah. being recorded smashing this choreography it seems like such a nice social sort of group yeah, and um exactly. very very freeing yeah for sure like we always say to people because obviously it's quite nerve-wracking going to a dance class for the first time um and we always just say you know everyone is supported here you know just forget about all that sort of all the worries all the insecurities um we check with everyone before the class that they're okay to be filmed and i i edit the videos myself and i'm not really looking for like the best take where you know we pick the best dancers to do the routine or anything like that because that's not really what we're about Mm -hmm. it's like we all mix into each group and we sort of celebrate every dancer and uh, the 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 regulars help us as well that like they get it and we basically make everyone feel like Beyonce no matter what no matter how it went when they, they film everyone feels like Beyonce we have like this everyone gets this massive cheer and yeah and we, people pick up on that actually we've had like feedback saying you know I've never had anyone like you know applaud me in my sort of everyday business job it's it's quite rare and it's such a nice feeling oh. and, and yeah and we, we love that. We love it. It's fun. <laughs> David, I feel like you might be able to fulfill my dream of becoming a backing dancer for Steps. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Could you make that happen? You can teach Absolutely. me the choreography and then maybe Steps might see me and be like, we need Brad for our backing dancer on our tour next year. Uh, you're you're going to be headhunted. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> can I can feel it too. I'm getting all the manifestations. <laughs> I mean, someone please take him away <laughs> at this stage. Honestly, at Brighton Pride, Steps came on he was like clawing his way to the front like, oh my God. calm down <laughs> just let them do that i am such a massive steps fan though i love them <laughs> so good david you've got good taste just like me i knew it i knew it <laughs> i love it we actually just learned um scared of the dark for our, <gasps> um, our halloween um special we've learned scared of the dark and i'm not gonna lie that choreography i was like struggling it took me a while to get that <laughs> I was like, oh. steps have beaten me <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i so regret Regret now not signing up for Homer parody for Halloween. Could have learned the choreography. Oh, Gaming. Oh, it's not too late. It's not too late. Great. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> so, if anyone listening who wants to sort of join Home parody and find out more about it, where can they go to do that? Um, so just pop onto Instagram uh, and it's at homo parody and you can find us on like TikTok as well with the same and also Facebook just type us in amazing um, and we've got loads of like new branding coming for 2024 so we're like we've got a website that's nearly ready to go and all this very exciting stuff so I've got I, I should actually shout out the team I've got this amazing team of management people that I like I can't do Excel spreadsheets <laughs> I can't do all that stuff and they are just incredible they do it all for me and yeah it's much appreciated they're amazing i I mean i'm the same (laughs) i can't do technology and spreadsheets either i'm just the talent you know (laughs) yeah right 
Okay, well, after that barrel of lies from Brad, we, um, <laughs> what we're going to do, Dave, is we're going to take a very, very quick uh, break, sort of fill up our drinks, and we're going to come back and find out more about you, and most importantly, give you some of our listener questions. So we'll be back after this very short break. Dearest listeners of my big gay podcast, Harris and Dave from Gaydio Breakfast here. Now, we're not trying to upstage Benji and Brad, but if you like them, here's three reasons why you should join us weekdays from 7am. We've got the biggest guests from Ollie Alexander to Bimini. We'll play you the big girthy bangers to drag you out of bed. And we'll make sure that you have a right good giggle while we're at it. Get us on DAB Radio, download our app, or tell your smart speaker to play Gaydio. And we'll catch you weekdays from 7am on the UK's LGBTQ plus station. So before we went on a little break, David, you did tell us that you are now international and you are representing Great Britain for Mr. Gay World. Woo! <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> that is amazing. That's so great. So huge congratulations yeah, for that. Thank you. So am I right in thinking that this is all countries across the world competing for the crown? Yeah. I, do you know what? I actually still don't know how many countries uh, are competing this year. We're still waiting for everything. And I literally fly out on the 21st of October. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, there's going to be people from all over the world. Um, I know for a fact that Belgium is going because uh, he's a very good friend of mine from when we did Europe together. Um, and, yeah, we've got this, like, uh, group chat that's sort of slowly growing um, I think we're up to probably about 10, maybe 12 countries at the moment. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's all very exciting. It's all a bit unknown. And yeah, we'll see. So did you have to come up with new sort of, um, I don't know what the word is actually, new material for this new competition? Or could you use the same sort of things that you've done for your previous title? Um, it's a bit of a mix of both. Um, I have come up with a completely new campaign for Mr. Gay World. And it's something that I've kind of wanted to do for quite a long time. And it kind of ties in quite nicely with homo parody with um like our sort of strap line for homo parody is power in togetherness mm, and nice. i think that's quite a good um campaign title there's so, so much i want to do about bringing people together about sort of suicide prevention and mm. and general sort of like support in our community like not us about us not being so sort of segregated and just yeah being a bit more inclusive and yeah. supporting everyone and uh, about allyship as well especially for the trans mm. community yeah so Sorry, this, I just gave you so many different things all in one. But yeah, it's kind of like an umbrella thing of, yeah. uh, I guess, support and bringing people together. Yeah, yeah no, I, I love that. And obviously this year has been very rocky, I think, for the community. And it's a bit of a scary time at the moment. But what you're campaigning for is is the right message, right? We've got to stick together. We've got to bring together. And yeah. absolutely the allyship. That's what I personally have really learned about this year our true allies so yeah yeah, I I love that you're voicing that too that's great yeah absolutely I just think it's so important I mean like you said this year has been crazy in terms of the things coming out of um of Westminster and Mm -hmm. yeah I I mean I went to the Suella um Braverman uh protest fairly recently organized by Pride in London and I mean, there was, uh, there was a massive showing of support for our community there, some really good speakers. Um, but that was just like the tip of the iceberg, wasn't it? Like, if you think about everything else that's coming out of um, the Tory party conference, yeah, it's just so sad. And this is a time that we need voices 
that's the bottom line. We need people to speak up for us. Absolutely. And I'm just going to uh, quickly jump in there for our international listeners who might not know what we're referring to. We're talking about our current government, which are the uh, Conservatives, and, and we sometimes refer to them as the, as the Tories. Yeah. Um, and, and yes, just the sort of messages they've been putting out this year have not been great for our community. Um, uh, so, David, thank you so much for going to represent our voice in the world. That is absolutely yeah. incredible. Thank you. I mean, I think the people's perception of the UK as well is that everything's rosy here like we're all very sort of inclusive mm-hmm. and liberal and all that kind of thing but it's it's actually sadly not the case no. and I really hope I can be a bit of a voice for the issues that we're still facing obviously it's it's harder in so many countries I mean some countries it's still illegal some countries it's still punishable by death um, so there is so much work to be done. Um, but when you have sort of rights and freedoms and the, the threat of them being taken away, yeah. that is just, it's, it's awful. You know, mm-hmm. it's something that just, it, I just can't believe it's happening, honestly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. In 2023, it's mental. And I think for us living in London, sometimes I think we're a bit spoiled. We forget actually how bad it is, even just in, mm. still within our country, but in, outside of London. Um, yeah. The messages that we're getting from listeners sort of telling us what's happening at their work or in their social life or whatever, like the people just feel so isolated. And yeah. when the government put out these vile messages across and bulletins, whatever you want to call them, which mm-hmm. are so hateful, yeah. it goes so much deeper than they will ever realize. And that one little statement that has whipped around social media can do so much damage and oh can take God. so long to undo again. Yeah. That's what they don't realize. It's a very quick thing for them to say, but that could do so much damage to our community. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, all this, all this talk at the moment with the trans community, it's kind of, they're using it almost as like a, a distraction for other things. And I just, it's mm. just like, how dare they do that? You know? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I totally agree. Cause they're talking about uh, sort of trans in, in hospitals and, and mm. where they should be and in what space but the joke is the nhs is terrible at the moment like what yeah. beds are even available hans i don't know oh, where yeah. these magic beds are coming up from that you're talking about exactly. <laughs> yeah i know my mum works for the nhs and uh yeah she's seen the decline of that um recently so i feel sort of quite clued up from inside knowledge about what's going on yeah so when they released that speech i was like what are you even talking about you're not even addressing the main issue you're just trying to like cover it up by saying that trans people are, are the issue with hospitalization at the moment which is just an absolute joke isn't it yeah yeah but it, i mean even with that it goes so much deeper that the papers will pick up on what rishi sunak said and will publish that everywhere about like complaints being made but then when that um i think it was a trans charity right stepped forward and said well if you've done this research mm. it's you know it's taxpayers money so we want to see it then they turned around and said oh well we actually haven't got any evidence but then that isn't put into the media the same level as Rishi's exactly. speech. Yeah, I know. So it's never undone by the papers and they yeah. really need to hold more responsibility for that. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's just, it's really shocking. Well, anyway, that is going on. We, we definitely are covering that more and more on the podcast because I think when we, mm. Brad, I'm sure will agree, when we started the podcast, we didn't have nearly as much of the vocabulary and you know, the information that we needed to really support the community. And we are working so hard to try and educate ourselves and others. And I think anyone out there, like we said in our Instagram, don't just repost these sort of um, positive affirmation messages, like saying you support trans people, actually go in and read what's being said and educate yourself so you can sort of yeah. mm-hmm. do a better job when you, you get that moment to educate somebody because it's really important. And most of all, 
go and vote absolutely like get them out <laughs> just get <please>. them out <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway moving on with the podcast we do actually have some uh, questions for you which uh, your fans have written in with we put a couple of posts out on our our instagram and, and on um on last week's episode and i must admit some of these questions were <laughs> wild uh, to put it blunt, <laughs> put it bluntly so we've um we've picked sort of like uh you know a, a good chunk of them which sort of um give you the idea of <laughs> What people may have been uh, actually (laughs) wanting to ask. So answer them how you wish. Just being delicate here. Oh my God. I'm scared. (laughs) Don't be scared. So it's just, it was so funny. We literally had something like, what's your favorite color (laughs) to insert very dirty question here yeah okay okay um but brad i'll let you start okay so we'll go straight in with one question from our listeners oh my god benji what is that sound (laughs) oh my god oh my christ (laughs) brad that noise means that we have come to the end of part one of our finale of season five with david allwood are you telling me that this week we've got double the fun absolutely you know i'm always ready for round two (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not me. One and done. That's it. Yeah. One and done. I know. I've heard you snoring. (laughs) But podcast is like, that is all we have time for this week's episode of my Big Gay Podcast. If you have enjoyed it, please head over to our Instagram. It's at Big Gay Podcast because when the season finishes, we will be more and more active on there. And that's the best way to keep in touch with us and keep us up to date with your stories. And we've been teasing you. You thought that this was our final episode of season five. But no, we've got a second part coming in your ears next week. So make sure you're with us next week i'm so sorry for the puns but i promise you <laughs> after next week it will be our final episode but like i said podcasters that's all we have time for on this week's episode until next week's final see, see you, you next, next wednesday. wednesday benji you know when they talk about pageant competitions and they always have to do a speech yeah do you think of the movie miss congeniality when they do their big powerful speech and they end with Oh, and world peace. <laughs> yes, although I feel like it doesn't even have to be powerful. I feel like if it was me, I'd go up and be like, may jock straps be free for everybody. May a vodka and coke not cost more than five pounds in the London area. And may all gingers get in for free to all gay bars. Oh, and world peace. <laughs> <laughs> My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep My Big Gay Podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate. We're trying to thank our following, not send them running.